Hello, you're listening to a podcast from Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. Radio Maria is a 24-7 Catholic radio station broadcasting online via our app, Radio Maria Play, and on DAB in an increasing number of areas. You can follow us on social media. And if you enjoy this program, please do click like and subscribe to us on your podcast provider. Radio Maria relies entirely upon listener donations. We have no other sources of funding, so please do consider supporting us with a monthly or one-off donation so that we can continue to keep providing great programming free at the point of access. To donate or find out more, visit us at radiomariaengland.uk. Hello, you are listening to Radio Maria, and this is Father Toby. And I want to begin today with um, today's gospel, uh, which is taken from Matthew chapter 5. Jesus said to his disciples, If your virtue goes no deeper than that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. You have learnt how it was said to our ancestors, you must not kill, and if anyone does kill, he must answer for it before the court. But I say this to you, anyone who is angry with his brother will answer for it before the court. If a man calls his brother fool, he will answer for it before the Sanhedrin, and if a man calls him renegade, he will answer for it in hellfire. So then, if you are bringing your offering to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering sorry, leave your offering there before the altar, go and be reconciled with your brother first, and then come back and present your offering. Come to terms with your opponent in good time while you are still on the way to court with him, or he may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officer, and you will be thrown into prison. I tell you solemnly, you will not get out till you have paid the last penny. Some Gospels you preach on, you wonder, does this relate to everybody's experience? Sometimes I preach and I wonder, does it relate to anybody's experience? But with today's Gospel, there are no such doubts whatsoever. Today we're talking about anger, and I don't even have to ask whether we've all experienced it. I know we have and under many different forms. Let's look at a few of those forms, because they're not all the same. On the first hand, there is righteous anger. It arises when we see injustice and we desire right. We desire justice. It arises when we see not just injustice, but disrespect, evil, avoidable tragedy, or some sheer negligence. And this is the kind of anger Jesus showed when he cleared out the temple. This is the kind of anger you probably also get when you read the news, perhaps hearing the tragic events in Nottingham recently or elsewhere in the world. And if you want to become less angry, read less news. 
Yes, it really is that simple. And many of the greatest thinkers, without being in the least bit naive, paid very little attention to daily news. Too much time with your head in the news, and you can miss what is right under your nose. Then there is the anger that we nurture and feed. Sometimes the topic of the news can be part of this. We can start to think that everybody else is the problem, and we can let this anger grow in such a way that it becomes a basic part of our life. Slowly, without realizing it, we have become angry at everything. The grumpy old man phenomenon in real life is not nearly as funny as Victor Meldrew on the TV. We start to have anger issues, and it distorts our perception of everything around us and makes us a misery to be with. In fact, for those who've got into this cycle, if they stop being angry, well, they start looking for something else to be angry about. This kind of anger is poisonous and dangerous and can blind us to the extent that we are unable to think or even see straight. And it's that reason that we call it blind rage. We only see the worst and we are shut off to any good. This kind of anger can also burden our heart with resentment, and the result is that we do not come to the Lord with open hearts. This kind of anger means that we do not leave space for the Holy Spirit. Our lives instead become cordoned off from the Spirit with what we now believe is righteous anger, but in fact is nothing of the sort. And the moments of conciliation that Jesus encourages us to and that the Church offers us are in fact just further occasions for us to think about how dreadful everybody else is and how wronged I have been. And then this anger can in fact spread and become an anger not just of an individual, but the poison spreads and it becomes the anger of one family against another family, one clan against another clan, and it can go on for generations. It is tragic. And bringing another into your anger is also deeply sinful. As a reaction to something wrong, anger is natural. But as I said, the difficulty becomes when it becomes a way of life. How then might we break the strike? How might we cut through that circle and stop ourselves from getting into it? Well, in dealing with anger, it is important firstly that we do not feed it. I think with regards to modern media, and particularly clickbait, this is something we have to be very disciplined in. If most times you go on the internet, you find yourself feeling angrier afterwards, stop it. Anger is powerful and people will spend hours looking at what makes them angry. I also think sometimes we need to examine our anger, examine the reasons we're angry with other people, and often we will realize that it is anger about ourselves. We do the same, and when we see it in others, it makes us angry. We can also ask when we're angry at a situation, am I really doing all I can to change the situation? And if not, what justification do I have in my anger? Have I spoken to the person? Have I tried to improve materially the situation of the person whose situation makes me angry? Very often, we haven't done all that we can. I also think it's really important when reflecting on our anger 
to be able to laugh at ourselves, to be able to recognize at just how petty we are capable of being. And the next thing I think we can helpfully do is to ask the question whether, rather than be angry, perhaps I ought to be sad. It was said of St. Dominic, not that he was angry with sinners, but rather that he used to go into the chapel each night and weep for them. I think sorrow tends to be a much more productive emotion. Sorrow tends not to presume the worst after the, not to presume the worst of the other person. And sorrow more than anger tends to lead us into prayer and to God. And that's the final piece of advice. We should ask the Holy Spirit to lift the anger from our heart so that we do not become trapped in an anger loop. We should reflect on the cross, reflect on our part in it, feel sorrow and recognize that God from the cross does not speak words of judgment, but words of forgiveness. And if we wish to share in that forgiveness from the cross, it is imperative that we start to do the same for others. And we can pray to God for that grace too. And so I want to play for you now the uh, choir of the Dragon School, Oxford, singing Make Me a Channel of Your Peace.
This was a Radio Maria podcast. If you enjoyed it, do please click like and subscribe on your podcast provider or leave us a review. Every bit of feedback helps increase our visibility and allows us to reach more people with the message of Christ's saving truth. And if you don't already, you can listen to Radio Maria live either online or on DAB in selected regions of the UK. We'd love for you to call in live and be part of the conversation. See our website, radiomariaengland.uk, for more details and a full schedule of programmes. And do please consider making a donation so that we can keep making more programmes like this. We are completely dependent upon the generosity of our listeners.